At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hour number two here. Primetime action here on VEASAN. VEASAN.com. Matt Brown. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. And Wes Reynolds with us here on the desk on a Wednesday. There is a lot of scoring going on out there. Kelly Bidlin. Why don't we update on where we look across Major League Baseball. Yeah, we got the Reds on top of the Mets, 3-1. to one. This game in the top of the fourth inning. Live odds on this game, Reds minus 185, Mets plus 150, 9.5 your total. The Marlins still with that one to nothing lead over the Angels. That game is into the top of the fifth inning. Uh, Angels still favored slightly on the live line at minus 120. Marlins at minus 110, 5.5 your total shaded to the under. Nationals one to nothing over the Phillies. That game into the top of the fourth. I'm guessing the Nationals are just about to score if you're watching at home. Yes, and now I'm seeing it on the other board. So one to nothing Nationals over the Phillies. Phillies, your live betting favorite, still at minus 140. Nationals plus 110. Six and a half your live total. Orioles with a two to nothing lead over the Rangers. That game into the bottom of the third. Uh, Orioles minus 220. Rangers plus 180. Eight and a half your live total. Rays with a three to nothing lead over the Red Sox, top of the third. Rays minus three seventy-five live. Red Sox plus two eighty-five. Nine and a half is your live total. And Cardinals and Braves still scoreless. This game in the top of the third. Cardinals with a man on first, two out. Uh, live numbers on that game: Braves minus one eighty-five. Cardinals plus one fifty. Six and a half is your live total. And in NBA summer league action. 
The Oklahoma City Thunder back back in action tonight against mm-hmm. the Memphis Grizzlies. Chet Holmgren, complete bust, only has 11 <laughs> points tonight, five rebounds. Through two two quarters bust. in a few minutes. Bust. Shouldn't have been taking that bust. high. Complete yeah. bust. Should, shouldn't have been taking that high. Wes, th- you know, listen, a lot of baseball still to be played here. But, you know, we kind of pointed out and stuck on it a couple, you know, a couple different times here that the Red Sox came in as a as a favorite in yes. this game against, you know, listen, Corey Kluber certainly best days behind him, but a very a very, you know, still very capable Rays lineup here. And the Red Sox, without their best hitter, one of the best hitters in baseball, mm-hmm. not in the lineup, and a rookie pitcher making his first start and still was coming out as as the favorite yeah. here. Now it's, it, it is 3 nothing here, and Bayo having a – He's getting a mound visit right now. I think he's got 61 pitches, only through two and two-thirds. Yeah, and uh, he's wired to walk three in this, giving up four hits. And you can tell what he's doing, too. He's throwing a lot of sinkers mm-hmm. pretty much in a row, going sinker, change up. Maybe he doesn't have confidence right now in that fastball, but Ray's already with three runs, and the Rays had kind of, for a few weeks, you know, really struggled uh, with the lineup. They had a lot of guys out. Mm-hmm. They still have Margot out, but – Starting to get a little bit healthier, I think, in the lineup. So uh, back seven games above 500, and then the uh, Red Sox, uh, they've been the hottest team in baseball. Everybody talks about the Yankees. Red Sox have been hotter than anybody mm-hmm. over the last month, but uh, not so much tonight. Bayo, uh, as it's pronounced, is going to have to try to get out of this jam. Runners on the corners, two outs. Yeah, we, you know, again, n- neither one of us bet it. Um, I don't have any regret in not betting it because, I mean, listen, he certainly could have come up and and did to right. these, did to these guys what he did in the minors. But it was just interesting yeah. that that again a couple of different things. I know no one hitter is is that 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 important, but it is one of the top five hitters in all of baseball. Right. that wasn't in the lineup for right. them, and then also you know the rookie making and, his first start. And usually, like when you get a guy the first time through the rotation mm-hmm. around the league, I usually like to go with left-handers, maybe more so than right-handers. And uh, Bayo, by the way, another sinker ball did not get out of that jam. Kiermaier puts one in the right field, so another run scores for the Tampa Bay Rays, four nothing. Already there in that one, I would imagine his night is not going to be long here. Like you mentioned, already pitch count already up. You mm-hmm. don't want the you don't want to get the kid embarrassed no. in his first start and no. all that. So I imagine uh, not going to be long in that one. The a- Angels have tied it up against the Marlins here in the top of the. Fifth, so yeah, that bases is loaded, by the way, right now. Mike Trout just got hit by the pitch to load the bases loaded for one Shohei Otani. So that could that could get interesting. As they say, still 0-0 there. Freed getting it done. So is Michaelis, actually, for the Cardinals in that one. So let's go back to some some news here from the, the top of the show. And while we did just talk Wimbledon with Gill, there was just, as you mentioned, I mean, I think that the big news here really is – you have you have Rafael Nadal come back in a big long five set match in which he was obviously not mm-hmm. healthy. He was obviously not at a hundred percent. He does he is only a very small dog in this one. I, I know Gil's got the the play on him. I do wonder though. You know he does have a data. He's he's got a data heal and with with all that. But man, there is he looked like what. 
80% maybe yeah. of himself out there towards the end of that match. And he's been tested a little bit. I yeah. know the last two matches before today's five-setter against Taylor Fritz where it did feel like Taylor Fritz kind of let him off the hook mm-hmm. a couple times and just so hard with that pressure to finish a guy off. And I know you and I both had Fritz plus mm-hmm. games today. Didn't have the money line, but kind of a tough breed if you had the money line. You felt like he really should have pulled that out. But Nadal, look, we saw in, in the first couple rounds, got taken four sets. Uh, you know, wasn't able to close out a break uh, in in the previous match mm-hmm. before the Taylor Fritz match uh, in the third set. So he's shown some chinks in the armor. I know it's hard not to bet Rafael Nadal is an underdog. Uh, I, I know grass not his preferred surface, but certainly he is one here at Wimbledon. And you're playing against the guy in Kyrgios that, look, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to get the Nick Kyrgios that looked just brilliant against Tsitsipas, but we've seen at times in this tournament, too, with Kyrgios where it's almost like, I think it was that set, that the set, I think it was against Nakashima or the, or the match before where he kind of like tanks the set mm-hmm. just to get to that fifth set where he knows he's got more energy. And he certainly had more energy, by the way, in the head-to-head 6-3 career, Nadal over Kyrgios. But one all at Wimbledon, uh, if you remember back in 2014, Kyrgios, when he was just 19 years of age, stunned Nadal to uh, get a victory over him. So, look, I think Kyrgios at least should have some confidence, but what is that mental state? What is going on with him? He's battling a little bit of an injury, too, with that shoulder. We got about three minutes from now. Royals and the Astros are going to be going at it. That's Brad Keller for the Royals, Christian Javier for the Astros. Minus 285 home favorites there for the Astros, plus 240 road underdogs. For the Royals and Keller, seven and a half is the total in this one. We also have a very big six and a half strikeout prop yeah, there. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. For because... Christian Javier, but he's had two monster strikeout yeah. games in a row, which is, I think has elevated this maybe to the point of, of yeah. a little too high. Yeah, 13 and 14 uh, apiece, the last two mm-hmm. starts for Javier. So I was looking, uh, minus 120 on the Vegas DraftKings at six and a half, but I looked at some other markets and I saw as high as minus 140, minus 145. So... You never necessarily want to bet on what you saw last all the time because obviously you are now paying the tax in the market here. So this is one I passed on. I don't know if I necessarily want to go under six and a half at plus money against the Kansas City Royals team that can strike out plenty. But I don't want to back a guy like at the peak here. You know, so this is one I would leave alone. Yeah, I don't think I am either. Seahawks say they are set to roll with Geno Smith and Drew Locke this season. Um, Good luck with that. (laughs) Good luck with that is right. You're crapping on Drew Locke. The U.S. Open official tennis account is crapping on Drew Locke because uh, that was a response to some Seahawks fans saying, oh, tennis, not a sport. I think it was a video from that Sissy Boss Kyrgios match on Saturday, and it's like, says the guy that's got to watch Drew Locke play quarterback 17 times this season. (laughs) So Drew Locke just minding his own business and gets It's uh, dragged into that Twitter kerfuffle. I did hear an interview yesterday with Robert Griffin III who said he would be open to a comeback. Oh, I bet. And specifically named the Seahawks because I think he looks and goes, (laughs) I have the best chance. I can't possibly be worse than these two guys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, could I go start in the NFL again? And like, 
I think if you're the Seahawks, it's at least intriguing to bring him in and see what he can do. He he likes doing TV, but he's like the number three or number four booth on ESPN and ABC in college football. Actually, I thought did a very solid job Mm -hmm. in the booth last season. But, you know, I guess why not? And that's why you look at Seattle and you got to think maybe this is one of, if not the worst teams in the league, because just not a lot of talent there. And that's why I was so shocked in the offseason that Pete Carroll and John Schneider, the GM, came back is it kind of had the look of, you know, this is the band breaking up. You know, we yeah. got to start anew here. And uh, Seattle elected not to do that, at least from head coach and GM standpoint. Kelly, this this might be my Texans this year, the Seahawks. I mean. An it's... under five and a half at plus money looks really, really intriguing. The, the one that's, like, maybe more mind-blowing to me than all this is the whole, like, the DK Metcalf, like, working on an extension. And you're like, you sure, DK? Like, yeah. you, you sure you want to do that? Like, well, this is not Russell. Well, Ball. I mean, yes, it's not. But as, as Wes mentioned, so, listen, I think if you're, if you're the Seahawks, you try to be the worst team in the league this mm-hmm. year. Now, the Texans are going to try to race you for that because mm-hmm. they, bo- they, they both want to be the worst team in the league. However— Oh, NFL and NBA could be great But, but you're probably going to get one of the two quarterbacks, the, assuming that they are going to be right up there. And they're right six or seven there. with first-round grades, according to yeah. most of these, yeah. these scouts out there. So, like, not only do you have the two that are are, are favored to be kind of the, the one going in, but there's five other guys that apparently are, are at least in the mix mm-hmm. and see how they look this year. In college football as well. So, also, if you're Seattle, knowing that this is going to be a rebuild and going to be whatever, again, we always say this, the players are going to play hard, the players play to win. The front office, however, can certainly not put them in a position that will make it much tougher to win by not giving them reinforcements, by not giving them what they need to, to win a ton here. Because if you're the Seattle Seahawks, I think you look at this and understand our best, our best bet is to be one of the two worst teams in the NFL this year. Yeah. That's no, their best bet. No question about to, it. To just, rebuild this. Just this, not this a lot of talent really yeah. on either side of the ball necessarily. Hey, Matt, the, uh, the Phillies have tied things up with the Nationals, one apiece off of a solo home run. I will give you one guess and one guess only of who hit that over. Schwarber. <laughs> I mean, Indiana University's Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber. All he does is hit home runs, this guy. It's like 42% now of all his yeah, hits are home runs. I mean, it's unbelievable. Good on Schwarber. When we come back, we will take our first look at a couple of segments here of the Scottish Open, get our thoughts and our betting card as well. Primetime action here on a Wednesday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indul- your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Primetime action here on a Wednesday. Matt Kelly and Wes. You guys, it's it's so it's so great. I I love I, the the Veasan Plus Plus is just it's so key. Sometimes it's the, it's the discussions that people would be paying for, and then sometimes it would just see us running around like with chickens with their head cut off, mm-hmm. trying to figure out like how to do different things on the little miniature breaks that we actually get. In all of this, uh, Mets have put one more across, three to two in favor of the Reds in that one. And as we take a look over, the Angels take a three to one lead on the Marlins. Yeah, Shohei Otani is yep. still still getting it done. Well, still getting it done. Yeah, very. You don't want to hit Mike Trout and load mm. the bases for Shohei Otani. That's what Trevor Rogers did. Paid for it. Two runs in the top of the fifth for the Halos. They get all three runs here in the fifth. So uh, going to bottom five in Miami, three to one trailing. And we talked about the the unbelievable two starts in a row for Christian Javier. Right off the bat, Whit Merrifield. Yep. First batter of the game goes deep. They are down one nothing. Homer and a walk one. to start the game for Christian Javier. So, like we said, that that number was a little too. I mean, by listen, low, so high. I guess t- minus two eighty five without Altuve and Guriel in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that to me seemed a little too little too juicy there. So I wasn't going to to do anything there. The Orioles still holding on that two to nothing lead over the Rangers, though they do have two on with one out. Rugnet Odor. Is at the uh, is at the plate right now for the Orioles, who West to me maybe the most surprising team right 
in all of baseball, you're going to say, people are going to say, Matt, they're 38 and 44. But the fact that they're 38 and 44 mm-hmm. is what is so surprising. Like, this, they have actually been pretty competitive all year. This team was a drag of humanity yeah. for the last several years in Major League Baseball. So, 38 and 34, I think, is absolute progress for mm-hmm. these guys. And, you know, it takes a little bit of time to, to try to build and get some young prospects up. So, uh, right now, uh, Odor at the plate trying to drive a couple runs in, already two to nothing here. Or but yeah, they have been. The fact that they're 38 and 34 too and play in the best division in all of Major League Baseball, I think is even more impressive. So let's take a look here over at the Scottish Open. Of course, this is now where we are getting into some serious prep for the British Open, Open Championship. And it's going to take place at the Renaissance Club course. If we look at the top of the odds board here, Wes, I mean, this is familiar names. It's an all-star field here. Um, you know, John Rahm, 12 to 1. Scotty Scheffler, 14 to 1. Justin Thomas, 14 to 1. Matt Fitzpatrick coming off the win, sitting at 16 to 1. I think that's a little short for Matt Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. as much as I like his his game. Xander Shoffley, 18 to 1. Sam Burns, 22. Cantley, 22. Zalatoris, 22. Cam Smith, 22. Morikawa, 25, Spieth at 30, Matsuyama at 30, Victor Hovland at 30, everybody else 40 or longer. When you were putting together, uh, you know, your kind of course preview here, because, again, this is, you know, it's much easier for us to really figure out what these courses are all about when they're on our our home surface over here. What, what were you able to kind of figure out about this course and what are these guys going to be looking at? Yeah, one of the things that obviously stands out to you is the fact that 14 of the top 15 in the official world golf mm-hmm. rankings are here. The one absent is one Rory McIlroy. So it's like you got to respect some of the top of the class here because some of these guys actually have played this course before and mm-hmm. did play it last year. And a few of them are actually in the top 10. Rom, Thomas, Fitzpatrick was runner-up, uh, lost in the playoff. Shoffley, top 10. But when I looked at the score, it's not like your typical Lynx course design. Mm-hmm. You know, there is some tree lines here. So, you know, it's more of kind of like a Parkland slash Heathlands. Uh, it's all fescue mm-hmm. all over the course. Uh, the rough is pretty thick, about three to five inches. And plus, you know, if you get wind, this is going to be a little bit tougher because if you look at the three editions at Renaissance, I believe it was 2020 that got moved back because of COVID. And that was when Aaron Rye beat Tommy Fleetwood and only had 11 under par was mm-hmm. the winning score. But that was like it was really rainy and it was really windy. So this is absolutely scorable here. The greens are are very big, 7,000 square feet. So in terms of it's not like the pure usual stat model because I had to do something different because you do have a lot of DP World mm-hmm. Tour players who I think could play very well that haven't played a lot stateside. So you kind of had to be a little creative with your modeling. I always use approach just as a mainstay. If I'm not sure, I think that's always a good place to start. I used a little bit off the tee. I also use three-putt avoidance. I think this is going to be really important because what the difficult part on this course is not hitting the greens. The difficult part is going to be putting on these greens because these are, going to, yeah, these are going to roll 10 on the stint meter. They When they mow these greens, they mow on the PGA Tour, I think it was like two and a half millimeters, and it's five here. So they let the grass grow a little bit on these greens over here in Scotland. So you are going to see when you're watching the coverage over the weekend in the wee hours of the morning, especially if you're out west, you're going to see – 
guys, you know, that are putting. It looks like an easy two putt. And then they're going to leave their par putt, you know, seven, eight feet short because mm-hmm. it's like, man, it just doesn't go. So that's what you had to look at. And that's why I looked at three putt avoidance a lot this week. The course itself, 7,293 yards, par 71, but it is not your typical par 71 layout. There are the four par fives here. There's actually going to be five par threes. Mm-hmm. And so a little bit of a difference here from what we're used to when we see a lot of par 71s over here. Now, if you look at the historical, uh, if you look at the historical winning scores here, in 2019, 21 under, 2021, 18 under, and then as you mentioned, the very, very windy, very weather-impacted 2020 of 11 under, I tend to not handicap based off of weather because weather is so incredibly yeah. tough to predict. And then further, when the weather is over there and I don't have a weather guy, you know, I don't yeah. have a go-to weather guy. I don't have any of these things that I can like really rely on here. I just had to go into this West with guys that I felt comfortable yeah. that maybe will be able to make the adjustment. Should yeah. the weather turn it. And any that's point. why I think you stick with something like approach, you yeah. know, because that's going to be more often than not the most consistent. I think of the strokes gain categories, a little bit more consistent off the tee more. So obviously putting and around the green. So that's why I leaned a little bit more on approach, even though this isn't like a pure ball striker, second shot type of golf course. Yeah. So for, for, me on the you know again on on the weather side of things tomorrow guys doesn't like, look bad man what's I, that I, looking at the weather right now tomorrow doesn't look too bad actually I, the winds winds are pretty low I mean gusts looks like they can get up there into the teens um, but I'm looking at through 7 a.m. through 4 uh, through 4 p.m. their time it looks pretty quiet over there. Uh, tomorrow Friday it looks like the winds are going to pick up. I'm seeing anywhere between. 13 to 18 mile an hour, uh, 13 to 20 mile an hour winds sustained during tournament play, and then gusts up to 25. So, I, I mean, something to keep your eye on if you're looking. Yeah, I think for first round leader bets, I wouldn't be too concerned for tomorrow. But if you're trying to look for, you know, make miss cut or something like that, you know, definitely look. Def- Maybe definitely you want an insane. afternoon on Thursday and a morning on Friday if you're looking to try to avoid maybe yes. what could end up being the worst of the weather out there with this one. Wes, what makes this pretty interesting as well as, as you mentioned, is because it is a 75-75 event, PGA Tour to to European Tour event. So here we are with having to try to use what we typically do modeling with also, for lack of a better term, Gut feeling. Because uh, if you use Fantasy National, which I know all of us mm-hmm. use, you're getting all PGA Tour. You could maybe incorporate some Corn Ferry Tour events mm-hmm. in there, too. But you don't have a ton of strokes gain data from the DP World Tour. And certainly what you do get from the DP World Tour, a lot of it, they keep it differently. Like when I look at, a, uh, I think it was, a, let me see what it was. It was strokes gain approach. You didn't get it over the last 36 rounds. It's kind of like you got to go on season rankings. Yeah. And that's essentially what it, I had to do for the I, DP World. I'll tell you, one of the best thing I've, best resource I found out there is head to point spread weekly and read Wes Reynolds' article because you did a great job, Wes, of breaking down the stats you could you could find and comparing them to yeah. you know, the PGA Tour yeah, stats. And, and, and you can get those DP World Tour stats, by the way, right on the website. And you have to do kind of the math, a little bit more of the legwork. I know we get a little 
little bit spoiled by our buddies at Fantasy National because it's all right there for us. And it's like, okay, I can do approach, last 12, last 24, last 36, uh, you know, and then change, you know, the length of the course so you can change and kind of mess around with it and change all the dynamics. But when you have DP World Tour stats, it's a lot harder. And that's why usually when I write my stuff in PSW, when I do the DP World Tour event, I don't go into the stats as heavy mm-hmm. as I would as a PGA Tour event. Yeah, one of the things for me as well is I also kind of take that stuff with a grain of salt because these fields are much, much weaker. So who are you gaining the strokes on? And it's like, you know, like you're, you're, yeah, you're gaining on the field, but you're gaining on a field that is extremely weaker than what they're doing. And you look at a couple of the guys that like really rated out there on approach, like Ryan Fox was number one on the DB world tour and Ryan Fox had a hell of a year, Yes, yes. but, but you know, this is going to be obviously 14 of the top 15 in the OWGR usually don't compete with. So I didn't want to ignore those guys necessarily. And yet I didn't want to go just, totally chalk heavy with everybody at the top of the board because motivation is going to matter. You know, this is a tune-up obviously for next week at St. Andrews. We can uh, run through what I did model this week, what Kelly did model this week, and then we'll also run through all three of our betting cards and see if there's anything maybe you want to get in on as well. Primetime action. Ice cold beers, cold hard cast. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2020 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken beer made better. 21 years of age and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, we ask of you. Drink responsibly. Back to the Scottish here. Um, real quick, I'll run through. We, we heard what Wes weighed here. I'll run through what I weighed, and then we'll run through what Kelly weighed. Quick run through our betting card here, and we'll get some thoughts thoughts on the Barbasol as well from Wes. So I did driving distance. and I, uh, I did that as well. I know I didn't mention So I did driving distance here, and I did driving distance as a major part of the thing here. Now, for a couple different reasons. One, I think these I think par five scoring is going to be imperative, and so I want guys that are going to be giving themselves a chance at making eagle on these things at the very least, like, you know, getting up there and making birdies on all four of these deals. And if the wind does turn wet at all, I want the longer guys who are able to get it out there a little bit further and at least will give themselves a chance on these par fives. So I did do that. Approach as well. I did those evenly, driving distance and approach. Not far behind was scoring on par fives, birdie or better gained. Par four, 450 to 500 as five of the nine or are of that length. Uh, I also, West three putt avoidance. Proximity, 175 to 200. Mainly because right there, I think there will be some long irons in there for these par fives. So Mm -hmm. I want those guys. And then also that encompasses these par threes as well, where a lot of them are right at that 200-yard range. And so it was kind of a catch-all there for the long irons into uh, the greens and then also where these guys are going to be playing these par threes at. 
I did just a very small strokes gain total just to kind of see what everybody's been doing as of late. A very small sand save percentage as well because there are these pot bunkers that are lined up. And if you do happen to spray a little bit and get unlucky and end up in one of these things, I'm going to need my dude to be able to at right. least save par coming out of these. Out of these. And so I did sand saves and also did for the first time in a very, very, very long time. I did strokes gain putting and put it in the model because – I do think on these slow greens, the better putters, guys that putt well, are going to uh, are going to find success here. And then also, when you get in these birdie fests and these scoring fests, usually a lot of times putting ends up being the main factor as to how you win these deals. And so that's uh, that's the model for me this week, Kelly. A, a one that I don't normally really do right i mean i'm never really driving distance and approach the same factor yeah. and, and really with par five scoring just right below that even and then i you know i never really put strokes game putting in into my model here but again on these slow greens on these greens where i want guys that are not going to be three putting i want guys that putt well on on these deals um that was where that's where i landed yeah, as far as me, it was very heavy. I, it was very heavy uh, approach, and then uh, and then off the tee stuff. Stroke trained off the tee, driving distance, and and then a little bit of good drives. I even weighed just because I want guys keeping it in the fairway with these longer roughs we talked about. I actually don't care, and maybe I'm just I'm I'm off with both of you guys on this one. Like I, I I'm not too worried about driving accuracy this week. I actually didn't put any sort of factor into that one. I do know that it's not a true links course where you can't spray mm-hmm. it over five, you know, five fairways and doesn't really matter. You can just play it from anywhere. But I think a bomb and gouge approach could if, work. Yeah. If if this doesn't get weathery, you know, like if it doesn't get windy or rainy or something like that, I think a bomb and gouge might could still work here. So yeah, I, I didn't factor in any sort of accuracy stuff. Yeah, so I, I, I did that small. It was mo- mainly overall strokes gained off the tee and the driving distance I did weigh pretty heavily like yourself. Strokes gained approach, I weighed very heavily. That opportunity is gained of just because of how big the greens are, I want the guys that can put it as close to that flag stick as possible, right? So that that was one where I really looked at those hard. I'm with you. Strokes gained par fives, I weighed heavier than uh, as heavy as I've waited all season, probably you got to score on those par fives. I, I like what you did with the proximity. I did just include the strokes gained par threes um, instead of that. I did the par fours, four hundred fifty to five hundred, like you guys uh, talked about. And then three putt avoidance and birdies are better gained. Like you said, Matt, I'm really looking at these guys that can drive the ball far, capitalize on these par fives, and hopefully pick up, but you know, an eagle every once in a while. Uh, you know, maybe throughout the tournament on these par fives, but definitely are getting birdies on these par fives, and hopefully that's how they go and win. So just a real quick rundown in the 36th round. Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, Max Homa, third overall. Sam Burns, Xander Shoffley, John Rahm, Will Zalatoris, Cam Smith, Matthew, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and then Cameron Young. The top 10 there, really no surprise, except maybe for Max Homa being up there as high as he is third overall. He was top five in all my In the 24 round, Justin Thomas, Max Homa second overall. Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler, Keegan Bradley slips into number five in the 24 round. John Rahm, Xander Schauffele, Matthew Pitt, Fitzpatrick, Will Zalatoris, and then Harold Vonner III, who I think actually has he yeah, pulled he out. Yeah, he withdrew this morning. Who pulled out. Um, so that would actually put Patrick Rogers then as 10th overall in the model in the 24 round. And then in the uh, in the 12 round, Burns, Homa, Zalator, Scheffler, Fitzpatrick, Rom, Patrick Rogers again. Keith Mitchell comes in there at 8th. Xander Shoffley and then Justin Thomas. 
Kelly, is there anything that stuck out to you on yours? Mine was pretty consistent. I mean, last 12, mm-hmm. it, it was Scotty Scheffler and Wills Alatorres 1-2 in last 12, last 24, last 36. And then, I mean, Sam Bird's, a lot of Sam Burns, Sanders Shoffley, Mito Pereira, um, a lot of that in my in over my three models. Max Homa, those those group about six guys were all top ten in every model I ran. So you'll see a lot of my bets uh, based around some of those guys. And with a little longer odds, I do think this is this is a little bit of a unique tournament because we always talk about you know that tournament leading up to a major too, and how serious right. are some of these guys taking it. But and I think that's fair to continue to ask yourself for this tournament. But at the same time, this is an incredible field. I think we've got we're at a very interesting point in the evolution of golf right mm-hmm. now. Where I, I mean, I think next week's major is going to be one of the biggest sporting events in golf in a long time with what's going on between the PGA Tour and Live and all this stuff right now. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see one of these shorter shot guys take this seriously this week and go out and win this thing. But I didn't want to I didn't want to bet him. Just starting I guess starting with my bets. I I'll go go do that quick. Just outrights. I started to start anybody until 30 to 1. I did take a piece of Will Zalatoris. When I'm looking at the top of this board, I've talked about not betting outrights on Zalatoris till he wins one. I think that's fine. I was fine throwing a few bucks on an outright this week because as far as guys and motivation, you can never question a guy who's still looking for his first PGA Tour win, right? So I, I still did. I took a piece of him at 30 to 1. Sam Burns, 30 to 1. Um, he was top five in every model I ran. Uh, Max Homer, right up there, too. So a 60 to 1 on him, I love. And then, again, great write up by Wes Reynolds. I definitely wanted to mix in some of these European Tour guys um, and really look at what they could do in this tournament. Wes had some great stats on kind of what Lucas Herbert and Jordan Smith, who I've never even heard before, uh, had been doing recently. So, yeah, those guys I threw in as longer bombs. And then, yeah, top 20s mixed in with Zal Torres, Burns, and Homa. A top 40 on Smith. And then matchups, uh, Burns even money over Cameron Smith. And Homa at plus money over Keegan Bradley I liked uh, a lot. So, yeah, that's my whole card this week. Wes, what did uh, what did you land on this week? Oh, I also landed on Zalatoris twenty eight to one, and look, uh, still looking for that first victory. Maybe can get it across the pond, considering he's been six or better in his six of his last eight starts, runner ups in the last two majors. Nobody's been better on approach than Zalatoris. Last thirty six rounds, numero uno in that one. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood fifty to one, finished runner up here two years ago to Aaron Rye. Probably should have won the tournament. Uh, lost in the playoff, but well versed in you know links golf or links style golf, whatever you want to call it. I think he's better, too, when the conditions get tougher. Around the green, he's been very good. Ninth this season on the PGA Tour, 28th in scrambling, 37th in putting. So I think he'll be used, and that's where I think some of even some elite players are going to struggle. He's going to be used to these slow greens. Uh, Terrell Hatton, 50-1, to certainly has cooled off from his early 2022 form, but uh, was uh, top five, I believe, at the J.P. McManus Pro-Am. So the putter's always his standout club, and you talk about three-point of but avoidance in our uh, models. Number one, Terrell Hatton on both tours for me. Lucas Herbert, 60 to one. He was fourth here each of the last two years. Ninth at the Irish Open last week. Those two, two times he finished fourth here at Renaissance, eighth and sixth for strokes gained putting. So that shows you he's comfortable on these slow fescue putting surfaces. Christian Bezadenhut, speaking of a really good putter, 95 to one. 
T2 last week at the John Deere. Best ever finish on the PGA Tour. Gained, I believe, about eight and a half strokes putting on those greens. His short game is always one of the world's mm-hmm. best, so I think he makes the adjustment. Jordan Smith, 125. Kelly mentioned him. Led the field for strokes gained T to green last week at the Irish Open. So I'm going against my theme of putters because he yeah. lost like eight strokes <laughs> with the putter I was actually last week. listening to uh, golf uh, PGA radio on the way in, and they were talking to Jordan Smith, who basically said kind of what you were saying. That yeah. he was like, he was like, you know, look, there's a couple of things I if I can get right, like I feel like He's I can actually, make putts yeah. on Sunday, yeah. which he didn't do in Munich a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago because he was right in the mix with Hall Ton Lee and also Thomas Peters, 125 to one on Smith. And then going back to Ricky Fowler, 160 to one. He was with all his buddies this weekend. Steve, mm-hmm. Scheffler, Thomas, and Burns. Maybe this is gonna rub off on Ricky Fowler, who has won the Scottish Open before back in 2015. T5 at the JP McMahon. Form coming around for him as well yes. here. Pretty, pretty good. And so. needs to show well to get into the Open next week. We'll run through my card here at the top of next segment. We'll also go through some DFS lineups that we made as well. Primetime action coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check out the current betting splits data. Splitting bets! (laughs) <laughs> Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, just another way that VEASAN's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every single game over at VEASAN.com. Also, other tools that Kelly really likes over there at VEASAN.com. Your yeah, the, favorite the tool. awards tracker, the and awards odds tracker. comparison and stuff. Yes. Great stuff. Gotta go check it out. Head over to the oldbeason.com if you haven't yet. There's some stuff over there that you can play around with. You should do it. Uh, my card, real quick, for the Scottish Open. Um, I have a vastly different card than you guys. So this is interesting because I think we did model differently. I think we did look at this tournament differently. So it'll be fun to kind of see how it all plays out with, uh, w- with how it shakes out. Uh, Cam Smith, Sam Burns for me, top of the top of the card. If Sam Burns is hitting thirty at any tournament, you can pretty much guarantee that he's going to be he's going to make my card because his win equity is as high as any golfer there is in the world. And if you're giving me thirty to one on him in a field in which uh, I mean on a course in which hey look at the uh, at the pro am that you were talking about, Wes, he goes in an outright two for him. He shoots seven under mm-hmm. on the second day of that thing. Uh, doesn't look and, and the thing about him, he can also change his ball flight very well. And the one thing that has left him recently, when he does kind of fall off, has been off the tee. Well, again, I'm less worried about guys that spray it here than I would be in pretty much any other you know any other tournament throughout the course of the of of the year. So um, Burns there at thirty to one. Cam Smith, this just seems perfect for him. Another guy who off the tee has been atrocious. Shouldn't be as penal for him. Yeah, I and, already have him next week, by the yeah. way, for the open that I bet earlier in the year. Yeah, sh- shouldn't be as penal for him. And and you know, again, the the stuff he does everywhere else on the course, he's he's a magician. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll take him at thirty to one as well. He's very Spiethian in that regard. Yes, a buy low here on Victor Hovland because one of the things we hate about Victor Hovland is he's absolutely horrible around the greens. Well, you don't have to be good around the greens here. These greens are massive. These greens are huge. He's not going to have to chip very often on at, at this course. And here's the thing. I was watching several different, if you guys, I don't know if you guys follow Justin Thomas on uh, on Instagram or if you or have been listening to some of the guys that have been talking about things over there. Not only are, is he not going to have to chip very, very often just because these greens are so huge. In places you would normally, he would normally even have to chip, mm-hmm. guys are just putting. 
Like right. guys are putting yeah. from hundreds of feet away, like where, like because it's so it's it's the same, right? I, I mean, those those are the few links course design elements of this course, right? Yeah. They they want you to keep it on the ground, not chipping from around the green. So yeah, I, Matt, it's interesting because a Hovland Hovland rated higher up on my models than I actually would have guessed he would have. Yeah. I got very close to pulling the trigger on him as well. It's just a buy low spot here at forty to one for him. Like you know, we're, this guy we were betting him a year ago at. 21, 22, yeah, 23, and here he is, you know, 40. Really quickly, uh, I want to let you get to the rest of your card, but there's a kind of maybe an interesting coincidence here. Victor Hovland, by the way, his clubs hadn't arrived as of earlier today in the overseas travel for the Scottish Open. The last time that that actually happened was at the uh, Mayakoba Championship when his clubs were late to get to the course and Ping had to overnight him some clubs. And then his driver actually got snapped doing a drill on the range by Danny Lee. So he used one of James Hans's backup drivers. He went on to win the event. So <laughs> Victor Hovland actually is very comfortable with uh, clubs arriving late. I did play Ryan Fox. Uh, look, I'm going to play the heater. Uh, call you know, call me a sheep, but I mean, this guy is a top ten. He's machine. been the best regular player yeah. on the DP World Tour this year. He, he's been a top ten machine, and I'm going to sit there and and uh, you know, again, probably shorter odds than I would have liked, but 45 to one. I'll ride the heater here and see if he can't get something done. Uh, really likes playing on these types of courses. Has been absolutely ph- phenomenal so far this year. Adrian Moronk is a guy who won last week, mm-hmm. um, is another guy who has been on a little bit of a heater. One of the things that he does well is just, is, is Wes, I'm sure you noticed this in your research. When he finishes high, he finishes very high in yes. tournaments. And so I like that type of variance when I'm betting outright guys. Like, I don't care if he misses the cut. As long as if he's playing well that day, I'm going to have a sweat on him because he's going to be inside the top ten competing to to, to win the thing. No, so he, he's been tremendous all year yeah. and has really been knocking on the door. I kind of regret that I didn't bet him. Uh, my partner, Brady Cannon, who never really bets European Tour, mm-hmm. DP World Tour, actually just took a shot with Adrian Moronk. And, uh, of course, the week I'm not on him, he comes through. I'm not going to complain about it too much because we've been running okay mm-hmm. lately. But Moronk, by the way, third at the Dutch Open, sixth in Belgium at the Sudal Open, T3 at Catalonia, T3 at the Cutter Masters. So you're absolutely right. He is, like, right there, it seems like, every week. Uh, Keith Mitchell is a guy that just – this was a model play. He popped up way higher than I than in, in all these models here. And actually, in recent form here, coming in pretty good, Wes. And we're seeing – some stuff I think that we'd like to see from Keith Mitchell, mainly from the putter side of things, mm-hmm. where we're seeing him start to putt a little bit better. We're seeing some of that stuff. And so for me, uh, Keith Mitchell, we know what Keith Mitchell does well. He can drive it a long way. He's going to score on these par fives. He gives himself chances to, to score. And in a tournament that might play super low, uh, 80 to 1 on Keith Mitchell was too Killer much. Killer Keith to pass. was yeah. uh, the guy today. Yesterday it was Billy Horschel. Today mm. it was Keith Mitchell that had some comments about live golf and uh, being uh, another flag bearer for the PGA Tour. So uh, maybe, you know, sometimes when a guy gets a little perturbed or gets a little angry, comes out mm. and plays better. And Keith Mitchell can absolutely bomb. And it. another model play for me, just uh, Bob McIntyre. Again, at 85 to 1, he was much, much higher in my model. Who than, loves this event, yeah. by the way. If there's, I mean, you want to win the majors the most, but any non major tournament, this would be number one on his list to win. And uh, long shots here, if you want to have some bombs in your account Luke List, Callum Terran, and Patrick Rogers. List at 135, Terran and Rogers both at 300 to 1. Uh, Terran's super long bomber mm-hmm. guy. It's going to have to play as a bomb and gouge course for him to be able to compete here, but maybe it will. 
And so if that's uh, if you can bomb and gouge, then Taron I think could put himself in a in an interesting position anyway. Maybe more of a top like twenty play yeah. on him than an outright. But uh, if you live in a market for for a top twenty on Taron, if things are going his way. Uh, I could see him finishing the top 20. He's top been making, 10. making yeah. a lot of cuts lately, too. He's T6 at the Deer. T31 at the U.S. Open. But remember, he was on the first page of the leaderboard mm. the first couple days. So I don't think he'll be overwhelmed by this at all. Position position markets for me. Homa, top 10. Uh, Joaquin Neiman, Tommy Fleetwood, top 20s, and then top 40. Chris Kirk, who's just been absolutely steady Eddie. He's just doesn't have any win equity, but, like, you know, top 40 for him all day long. Eduardo Molinari is a guy that was uh, really, really high up in the research that I did. I, I like him for a top 40. Adrian Arno well is another guy who uh, I like for a top 40. And then Ricky Fowler, we're all on some sort of form of Ricky Fowler here. Ricky in the top 40. Uh, lots to play for, as you mentioned, Wes, and um, I think that he, it's just a fun ticket to have to root for, for Ricky. Got a sentimental, mm-hmm. got a sentimental bone in my body. I've actually met Ricky a few times and hung out with him a couple of times. Yeah, so and he if he can be one of the top three non-qualified players, by the way, for the Open Championship, Ricky Fowler's not in the field next mm-hmm. week at St. Andrews, so you got to think the motivation is going to be really high, and I expect him to at least be you know on the first page of the leaderboard come Sunday. So we don't get each-way betting here in the States, but a another way you can kind of go about that is if you live in a jurisdiction that has daily fantasy sports, DFS over at DraftKings, it is kind of a way to get each way betting, right? You're, like, your guy doesn't have to win, and you can still score a lot of points. And mm-hmm. the more points you score, you can climb up a leaderboard, and then you can actually win some money here. So, you know, and you get points for what they do individually. So, uh, uh, you know, an eagle's worth eight points. A birdie's worth three points. A par's worth half a point. A bogey's takes away a half a point. If you double, it takes away a full point. Worse than double, it takes away a couple points as well. Then you get finishing position bonuses. First, you get a 30-point bonus. Second, 20-point bonus down the line here. So, again, it's kind of like each way betting. Like, you're going to have to mm-hmm. win for you to be able to score high. As long as you can get guys that finish inside the top 10, you get these nice bonuses. You can also get little uh, along the way bonuses as well. A streak of three birdies or better gets you a three point bonus. A bogey free round gets you a three point bonus. Things like that to where you can score some points along the way. So, we thought it'd be fun for us to put together some lineups here for under, you know, you got to keep under the salary cap for $50,000. My lineup Xander Shoffley, Sam Burns, Ryan Fox, Keith Mitchell, Chris Kirk. And Eduardo Molinari. By the way, yes, I have bets on every single one of those guys, so I made a DFS lineup that is also correlated to the bets that I have going. So uh, that gives me 200 in remaining salary. I really, really do like all of those guys this week. Wes, what did you land on? Yeah, I ended up doing the same thing kind of you did mm-hmm. with guys I bet on the outrights. Uh, Justin Thomas I did not have on the outright, yep. but two top tens in two appearances here. I felt I got to get somebody at the top. Will Zalatoris, who I bet, Tommy Fleetwood, Christian Bezadenhut, Jordan Smith, and Ricky Fowler. Yeah, for me, all guys that I bet this week, Zalatoris, Burns, uh, ne- actually, no, Neiman I did not bet, but he's my one and done. Homa, uh, Herbert, and Smith. So, no remaining salary. Yeah, yeah, you left it. You you cleaned you cleaned I, it out. I cleaned yeah. it out completely, Matt you, Brown. And you, guess what? The Phillies have had another uh, solo home run. What against Schwarber? Schwarber again? <laughs> Can't stop him. And, and, and if you do live in you know in a DFS jurisdiction, it is a fun sweat, right? I mean, and, and it's a way to get exposure to guys that maybe you don't want to bet outright on an outright yeah. card or position market. It is ways to get additional exposure through all of that. Hour three, primetime action coming back.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.